0: far. You know, based on what we've seen in the last uh, three years, I, I can't envision that at the moment because it doesn't feel like that the Red Sox necessarily are prepared to step out. It, I, I think the Devers contract, if, uh, you know, if you look at the type of player that he is, the age that he is, I, I think you're looking at a $300 million contract, and we have no indication that the Red Sox are going to be willing to, to go that far given how they handled Moki Bats, given how they handled, uh, you know, Xander in this As negotiation.
3: Someone who loves you! Tender like I do, the Red Sox fan. You'll never find. Late Night with KJ. How are you? There's a very rare species in sports. The Boston fan, you... And your first love, your first love, you were taught, you learned, it was the Red Sox. It's the love, it's the sport where you can ride on the green line and see the joy on the face of a child with a baseball mitt in his hand for father and son are going to Fenway for the first time, but pretty soon to see who. Buster only. That's him a few days ago saying, look, the Red Sox are not diving into any pool. Do not feel like there's any type of pressure or stress. I don't know. To have someone here for that little kid to see on the green line four years from now. Thank you so much for being here. Ethan, the producer, thank you so much for being here tonight. Uh, We'll get into some NFL as well. We did offense last night. We'll do defenses in the AFC and how the Patriots stack up. Uh, Plus uh, some foods you do not want to eat before coming into work. Um, I'm paying for it, but I will explain that coming up. God, I love that song by Lou Rawls. You, I feel like I should have a, a Colt 45 or Schlitz malt liquor right now when that song comes on. But think back in time. At one time, you could take your kid to Fenway, and out in the grass, there's Andrew B. Mookie Betts, J.B.J., Xander Bogarts, Raffi Devers, All kids who came up through the Red Sox farm system. And it was a beautiful time. Hell, they even won a World Series together, didn't they? It was beautiful. And you said, you know what? This is what it looks like when you grow the corn correctly. You harvest it just at the right time. The future is looking so bright. Hand me one of those malt liquors right there, KJ, because you'll never find another love like mine called the Boston Red Sox. Then things started to change. Well, there was kind of one major change. Hey, there's this really flashy guy. He reminds me a lot of that movie that that Brad Pitt was in where he was the GM of this baseball team. Hey, I love that movie. Who's that guy down there in Tampa? Because they, they do pretty well. Maybe we bring him into this culture... And love affair called the Red Sox. If you have family members that are over 60, they will tell you, yeah, I remember when the Patriots were like awarded to come here. But you probably have great grandparents that could tell you, you know, hey, here's a ticket from that game that I went to in 47 to see Ted Williams. The love affair for Boston sports starts with the Boston Red Sox. And if some do not understand and get that, they will find that out the hard way in a very Bostonian way. If this is, call it Nostradamus, call this predicting that Napoleon would, uh, Napoleon would lose down in Louisiana, whatever, Waterloo, whatever you want to call this, this is kind of sounding the alarm. So when you said, you know what, 10 tendes not working out. Fan base was, hey, we understand. They all don't work out. I mean, if he's supposed to hit and field, and he's not really doing both, then maybe you can move him for some things. Okay, new guy who came in here. That's fair. But then Mookie said, I'm, I don't want to be here. Well, maybe he didn't say that. Maybe he said, I don't necessarily think there's a real plan for the future. Now, some people say, "Well, you know, Mookie's on his decline." Guess what Mookie's doing tonight? Guess what his replacements are doing tonight? It's not the same thing. Tell me when you did not see Mookie bets if you did watch the All-Star Game pieces of it. I I've gone from being able to actively watch it to now, I mean, a fight could break out right now and I wouldn't be able to tell you about it right away because I'm just you know, I'm focused here. But you're like, "Is this not rich?" And Mookie Betts drives in the first run for the National League, and the conversation was, "Oh, Milky's on the other side of the hill. I wouldn't pay him that amount of money." Now that money looks real low. Oh, how much longer he's going to be an All Star? Ever since, Uh, you know, the Dodgers—they just throw money at things. What happened? He won a World Series first year. He's gone. But even the love affair fan base came to grips and said, "This could potentially be done if Mookie's gone." In fact, you're like, hey, look, even JBJ could stay around and play some defense. We know he can't hit, but eventually when he left, there was no tear shed. In fact, you're like, hey, you know, the Hunter Renfro thing might be working out. Then Hunter did a little sit down. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. Why Hunter's not around anymore. But through all of this and all those changes, you still had these two guys in Xander Bogart's and Raphael Devers. Bogart's a little older, Devers in his prime. Like, like you ever eat a strawberry that's perfectly sweet and still has a bit of its tart to it where it's like, woohoo. Beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful. That's Devers. And here we are now, literally at the precipice of the first Boston sports love being tinkered with to the point where you won't recognize it at all. At all. Three weeks ago, there was – look, I was one of those people at the top of the mountain at the very beginning of the season. I was just like, you know, look, if Haim's going to try and do this whole little piece-by-pitching thing, uh, we've seen how it doesn't necessarily work. Remember last year, it was just kind of like the prayer was – Please, God, can these guys get to six innings in Jesus' name, amen? And that didn't really happen, but this year it started happening. You're like, okay, these guys are really extending out games. Pavetta is going at seven, eight innings. Complete games are happening. Shutouts were happening earlier this season, where I think like the first shutout didn't show up last year until like August. You're like, okay, some things are being figured out, but one thing remained the same from last year to this year is you need help with the arms. Because remember, what did you get back for BN Ten Day that you see now? Nothing. Guess what BN Ten Day is tonight? Yeah, yeah, I know. Every team gets one All Star to go for every, but he, he's an All Star. Well, you you kind of see what you got back for Mookie Betts, uh, Frankie Cardero, Kike Hernandez, Verdugo. Not bad. But they're not in L.A. They're not. They're nice pieces, but do you, do you say you got equal value? 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Do you feel the Red Sox are being tinkered with worse than ever before? And now here you have. Xander Bogarts, who it looks like is not going to come back at all. And and when you say in the season, I, I'll negotiate during the season. That's a way of saying, hey, look, ball's in your court. Usually players who feel like they have leverage say, no, nah, I don't want to talk. I just want to go out there and play and prove that I can knock out and do what I'm going to do and, and make you pay more for it. And then Raphael Devers. I mean, can you imagine what the conversations are around the league about how this guy isn't already extended. (laughs) Are you kidding? He's literally getting like the college basketball deal. Like, you know, you didn't, you need to take, you need to take a couple of math classes before you, you know, you could play. Come on, man. Three weeks ago, you're thinking, you know what? This is the top wild card team in the American League. The American League was very weak. And honestly, after that split in the in that second Yankee series, not the opening series of the season, but that second Yankee series, the one at Fenway, you said, you know what? If you get a couple of pieces for pitching, sale comes back. Why couldn't the Red Sox beat the Yankees? In a playoff series. Best of seven. They got the bats. They got a couple of their homegrown still here. Well, JD's back. JBJ is back, I'm sorry. And now, the Red Sox seriously have to think about selling. And preparing for the future. With Trevor Story as your lead singer. Now, there's no, this is no knock on Trevor, Trevor Story. It's just there hasn't been a whole lot of knocks from Trevor Story. To show you how bad the American League is, you you know, like going into last week, Trevor Story led the American League in RBIs. Does that mean sound right? Yeah. He was up there. I don't know if it's changed since then. God, it might have changed in that Yankee series alone. Or he was the lead, I'm sorry, he was the leading RBI guy for the Red Sox. Let me correct that. I don't think he was the American leaguer. He was the leader for the Red Sox. He led them in RBIs. What is this team doing? What is going on? Why does it feel like a hench job feels like it's happening? Then it got a little worse. When Juan Soto turned down 440 million. That tells me, I don't care. I hear all these people saying the three I'll get into some of the numbers with, you know, with the Matt Olson thing. I'm if I'm Raphael Devers, was, you know, the first thing I say is number one, I'm 24. So automatically, automatically it's gonna be 10 years. Ten years. So now you're gonna say, well, you just gotta give him, just give him thirty? Uh no that thing is going to escalate to get him to close to 40. Because think about it. Juan Soto probably only turned down $440 million, not because of the money, but because of 15 years on it. I'll get into Bogart's here stuff next. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Does it feel like the Sox are get ready to do a, a fire sale? Is this all about kind of getting rid of the big names? Are, are you ready for the no name socks? Is that what's coming? It's KJ Late Night, WEEI. It's time to trend with Ethan. Your home of the socks.
1: Now, here's what's trending on WEEI.
3: All
0: right, time now for what's trending here at WEEI and WEEI.com. The Patriots rookies reported for training camp today. We're just a couple of weeks away from the start of the NFL preseason, and KJ, I don't know if you are as excited as I am, but
3: for the rookies, I mean, gosh, the veterans are barely. I just rookies. meant, I meant the NFL preseason in general. Oh yeah, well, oh, yeah. Also, the
0: fact that people are starting to report too. This is this is my this is my bread and butter. I love it's this time of year. It's the most
3: dead time of the year ca- in <laughs> sports. See,
0: I call this Christmas in July. The players are starting to come back. Everyone's starting to get going. I love training camp. I love the preseason. I just love love football, and I'm excited for things to get rolling. Yeah, nothing else is going on here. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, So hopefully with that, maybe some rookies can start to uh, piece some things together in training camp to get a little bit of buzz going around the New England Patriots. Also, the All-Star break is well underway as Juan Soto came away victorious in the home run derby last night. Uh, And the All-Star game is currently underway right now, uh, and Bogarts unfortunately just struck out. And Rafael Devers, who batted third earlier in the evening, had himself a walk. So not much going on for the Sox batters right now. Uh, the AL currently leads three to two in the top of the six. I believe we're about to be moving into the bottom of the six right now. But that is what's trending here at WEI and WEI.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone.
1: You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame two more
0: two tour. more.
1: You deserve this ice-cold reward. Madele, the, the fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crowley Port Chicago, Illinois. Does it feel like to you
0: that this is it for Xander in Boston? I think the chances are much greater than they were uh, four months ago. Um, you know, and first off, when a player says he's open to negotiating with a team, that to me is like right out of the potential free agent playbook. Everybody says that.
3: Ah, yes. W-E-E-I, where eventually everybody's included. It's KJ. And, yes, the stars of the Red Sox are going to be free. Turn it up, Ethan. Yes, free to run away. Oh, yes, they are because all the lies. All right, you can kill it because that's what the Red Sox are pretty much doing to the fans. Slow jamming them. Slow jamming. Bientende gone. Okay. Okay, he's an all-star in Kansas City. Doesn't really count, you know. Look, if a bear goes in the woods, the question is, does it use a rabbit or? or you, 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 my point is hey he's there and there's a desire of teams to acquire his services that are in playoff hunts that believe he can contribute he's gone mookie Betts, please i i just you know there was such i believe there was such a great relationship that mookie really did have with the boston community But as soon as the number went out, you know there were a couple of yahoos that were like, I don't believe a player should make that much money. Meanwhile, at your job, they are thinking, gosh, I can't believe Bob gets a check for being here. And your check, Bob, is a lot lower. Jackie Bradley Jr., look, he's the one guy you would say, if you have a bunch of guys in this lineup who can mash, this should be the guy, if he doesn't hit, it doesn't matter. It worked, then Bobby Dahlbeck found a hotel room on the team and now like really made everything bright. And even Jackie Bradley jr. Got to be free and came back and still is only good for the defense. Then you got Rafi Devers who is making 13 million a year this year. My goodness. I, I mean, look, this is already Massachusetts for those of us who are in Massachusetts. So, like, you, you might as well, if you're going to tax, at least spend, right? <sighs> and now Xander. And now some will make the argument for Xander because you're starting to hear a little bit. Well, his, his power numbers have gone down, and this has gone down, and that has gone down. You know his replacement is on the team and is doing worse than Xander is right now. Yeah, this is about to become the Trevor Story team, and who else? I mean, I I would not be surprised if Bloom's phone is not ringing right now about JD Martinez bad first. I I I rang the alarm Sunday morning. If this Red Sox team looked continued to look as bad as they did over those last ten games to end the first well to, to the All Star break there's going to be inbound calls not just outbound ones and let's face it your outbound calls the people are going to say we want some of your guys that are doing it now i i just love i just love this whole swap thing of oh prospects prospects has anybody noticed the argument about the game is it needs to speed up just the same thing with the prospects the reason why Jeter has a seven-part special on ESPN is because he didn't spend 38 years in the minors before <laughs> people salivated. It was like one and get up here. Do it. And now you're seeing some of the acquisitions that Haim got, especially in the in the bets trade. Franchi can't get it done. And God bless Haim's heart. You know, he wanted to give Franchi a chance. Franchi showed some great speed, some flashes of greatness when he was able to do some spot playing. Same thing with Kike Hernandez. I could give you full-time gigs. I get that. I'm in the entertainment business. But damn, it's the Red Sox. It's the Red Sox. The first sports love affair in this city. The first. Even when they were losing, it felt like they were trying. Now it feels like, hey, you've got all the pieces in place, and where's the effort? How difficult could it be that you can't put either Bogart's name or Devers' name to ink and, and at least let the fans start to kind of compress and say, okay, this is going to be the leader moving forward. We can get some really good things in return for this person here. You don't think people are calling about Bogart's now? And here's Bogart's actually calling for management to send reinforcements. Hello, this is
1: what I said they were saying last year.
3: Help us. We're o- They were overachieving the first half of last year. And I said then, and I'll say it again and again, that that was the genesis point of saying, wow, if this team can overcompete and overachieve and still get no real, real help. Remember with Kyle Schwarber? Yeah, well, he didn't get it right away. You remember he had the hamstring? And then they were trying to teach him how to play first base. Like, why go through all of that? Like things have gone so bad, that's why Kyle Schwarber looks so good now. People are like, Ugh. I, I, I said it in season. I said, look, Schwarber was going to be a renter player. He can get more money being a DH, especially once the DH rule came in. Boom! Now Schwarber would go on to say that he didn't hear much. There was a lockout going on, obviously, but he didn't hear much from the team. The team might have just known that. Look, he's going to get a better deal from a, a National League club. I, I don't get in my emotions over the Schwarber deal. What I do get in my emotions is I saw this happening last year where, okay, you're, you're, you're leading the AL East. You've got one of the best records in baseball and you clearly need help because the bullpen is literally hanging on a string and you did nothing really to address the bullpen. And then you carry into this year. You're thinking, okay, maybe in the offseason. Like I was, what's the guy's name? is a Kansas City. I mean, obviously he went down on the, uh, but I was like, even if you got him as a fifth starter, um, Oh, what is I can't think of his name right now. Um He was there when I lived in Kansas City. I can't think of his name, but he went down. Um, Granke? Yeah. Yeah, Zach Granke. Like, why not get him as a fifth starter for $8 million? Because all he did was go back to Kansas City, just help them sell tickets. Hey, why not come to Boston be an every fifth day starter? At least give us five, six, seven innings. Things happen. And now look, Biantende, Betts, JBJ, Bogarts, Devers. We're literally talking about out of those five, only JBJ will remain. Think about that. Out of those five guys out of the system, only JBJ may remain by the end of this year. Now the funny thing is, on the paper in front of me, I have stars next to four of those names. They're all in the All Star game tonight. So, Ethan and I were talking about the producer, Ethan, Ethan, thank you for being here. We were talking about the Home Run Derby. And last night, uh, a call came in when Brian Barrett was on for Mutt that a guy was like, hey, he found it very interesting that at the Home Run Derby when Kyle Schwarber was taking his 30-second break that Raphael Devers came over and so did Xander Bogart's to kind of console, you know, or kind of chill with, you know, Kyle Schwarber there and wondered if it was kind of like a little beacon or a sign or a little message, kind of like the bat, bat symbol in the sky, you know, like Heim Bloom, do you see this? Can you play the Juan Soto cut of him winning the, the all-star game, uh, the home run derby last night? I think he did it. I think he went to 19. I really believe But now this is 20 as a
1: matter of fact. He keeps going, he's down on the knee, he's got it, bat is flipped, sky high, and Juan Soto is your 2022 home run derby champion, and he wanted to be
3: darn sure of it. But stays in the National League East, the Nationals celebrating with Juan Soto here at Dodger Stadium. You know what Juan Soto really did, because he was my dark horse to win, is he just upped his value. Why wouldn't the Yankees say, you know what, after seeing what Juan Soto did, how sexy would it be to get Juan Soto here? How sexy would it be? I mean, the only thing that would probably do is stop Rafael Devers from going to play third base for the Yankees next year. If he can't get the deal. Like, just demand his way out. Yeah, yeah, I know he's got another year. Yeah, Yeah, great. Scott Boris will hold you out. And so Juan Soto said, look, I'm going to use this platform to showcase what I can do, my star power, my handsome looks, my strong jawline, to get someone to pay that 440 million with the le- with less than 15 years. And then while while that's going on, the Red Sox comp Devers to Matt Olson at 168. Here, you know what that is, because someone said, like, why? That's when you have like, like, well, with a corner infielder. No. Unless you're thinking, hey, eventually Raphael Devers is going to play first, but you don't value him as a first, but you value the bat first. And so when you hear the reports that they're at least $100 million off, how about I save you the math, they're at least $132 million off. If it's 168, they're comparing them to. And according to reports earlier that Raphael Devers did confirm that that's how much they had put in front of him or compared him to. And you're like, you have gotta be kidding. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. It's KJ late night here on WEEI. Let's go to Sean and Worcester talking about the Sox and what Heim has done so far.
2: Hey, what's up KJ? You man. Um, uh- I I, I got two trades for you. Uh, Go get Josh Bell. And go get...
3: Pause. With what? The Nationals are trying to sell the team. So they're thinking, like, if we're going to give you Josh Bell, we want some serviceable plus player to come back. Name the serviceable plus player here. Verdugo... Verdugo. Hernandez?
2: No, you, no, they want to rebuild, so you start with Yo, oh, Okay, please stop. Okay, i gotta, I, I got to put your pause
3: for a second, Sean. Why does everybody else have to do the rebuilding and you get the good stuff, right? Like, hey, give us the player who's proving themselves in the majors and we'll just give you guys that may play out down the line. I bet you if they're having this conversation in Washington, D.C., they're like, well, if we're going to give up Josh Bell, at least you're going to have to give up Kike Hernandez. Uh, probably a top 10 or top 15 prospect, uh, probably a young arm if you want Josh Bell because you're the one who needs the first baseman. Uh,
2: well, well, they can take a down one, her, 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 that Hernandez, and, and... Why Why would they? they
3: why? Why would they, right? Like, why is it my job as another team to take your trash to make you better when your trash stinks not too much worse than mine.
2: Well, they can give in Deakman, and they can –
3: Oh, my gosh. It feels like it's Christmas in July with these. If I'm Washington, I don't know how fast I can get to my phone. Give me Deakman? (laughs) Police. Okay. What's your other trade, Sean? What's
2: your other trade? My my, my other other trade was uh, uh, go for Juan Castillo from the Reds. Okay. And then uh, high and boom, he he, he comes from a uh a, a, you know a low t- a low you know price payroll team situation. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, low payroll team, and he doesn't you know want to do anything. He had Longoria down there, and he didn't want to pay him, so he left and everything like that. Now he's now he's on a high payroll team. It's like. You know, are you in the wrong shoes? Uh, and you know, you know, you can't overstep your boundary. And, you know, sign Devers. Sign, sign uh, Bogart. You know, go out and actually grow, grow a set. And go out and do your job.
3: Okay, Sean, thanks for the call. So if there's any, like, real piece that you can move, it would have to be Bogarts, right? Because if you want to get back field hands and young guys and four A guys, they'll give you plenty of those. They'll give you some of their top ones if that's if that's the way Heim wants to go. Plus, you already know that you know Trevor Story is a shortstop by nature, so you already have a major league shortstop. You still have other people coming up. You have Jeter Downs in the system as well that plays second, so you have a second baseman. You'd have a shortstop, so Bogarts would be the one trading piece you would have. But what statement would that make to the fan base about this season if you're like, well, we're going to trade Bogarts? You're going to do this with who now? Just Devers alone? You're going to hope that story pulls through. You may say, okay, Kike Hernandez, hopefully he comes back and he gets healthy. You know, Verdugo have some more consistency. Maybe they make a run. Maybe they make a run at that final wild card, which is a possibility. But look, if, if, if we're going on the precipice, of Bloom wants to get a lot of things for the future, why would he be going after someone who's a quality first baseman like a Josh Bell who's proven themselves that when a new contract comes up, he's going to want to get paid and they're not going to want to do that here? I, I it just Call me dumb, call me stupid, it wouldn't be the first time, but I'm just trying to figure why, if I'm another team, would I want to get back virtually nothing right? Like people say, well, give him Jaron Durant. Well, you don't think they've watched the Jaron Durant film too? You know, like you're literally saying, go find someone that you, you, we're, we're supposed to be in the bear in the woods and the and the, and the Nationals are just the rabbit. <laughs> you think the rabbit's just going to give themselves up that easy to the bear? Alright, let's go to Chris, and he doesn't think the Red Sox have uh, too many avenues to trade. Chris, thanks for joining WEEI. You're on the air. Hey, how's it
0: going?
2: Um, I really honestly don't think, even if Heim Bloom was to make some moves and after the past couple of weeks, I don't feel as though that he probably wants to put too much stock into this year's team. And, you know, I can obviously, his, you know, as you could see from his past moves, he's more into building the um, farm system. And um, I just don't think that he's going to give up – Anything worth of value to get something for this year's team? I mean,
3: I don't know your thoughts on that, but I, I, um, yeah, Chris, thanks for the call. I'm I'm straight on. I'm 100 with you, right? I think if if anything, high may be more likely to sell Xander Bogarts and get back a bunch of futuristics. You know, maybe he can get, maybe he can find a deal to get an arm or two, right? Like if you say, "All right, we'll give you Xander Bog, we'll give you Xander Bogarts." Give us one of your top seven arms in your in your system. Uh, give us a corner outfielder um, that has the potential to hit. That's probably hit very well at the double A level. Then you say, okay, there are some pieces there, and maybe you take on an expiring contract of a major leaguer where you say, okay, it's not going to cost you a lot of money, and this person's serviceable and possibly could play first base, right? <laughs> like just find a first baseman that I know. I don't know where you would find a junk first baseman, but you know you could find one. But the idea is like if you're trying to get back pitching, Xander Bogarts may be that piece or that chip because now you have more people who are willing to work with you who need to win now and can use Xander Bogarts now. That's the, and, and, and so in that scenario, Himes not buying anything, anything of value. So I'm with Chris. I just there, there, I don't think there's a whole lot of value on this team. In in Heim's eyes, right? I can't speak for Heim himself, but I can only go by what I saw last year. If you remember the, if you remember what the predictions were for last year's team going into last season spring training, they were Vegas was like pretty much is a toss up. The Red Sox might win eighty one games, they might not win eighty one games. And of course, those of you who remember my infamous twenty seven games at a time theory that drives Brad Foe crazy until he saw the report card and came back as an A plus was hey. Because the way the schedule laid out for the Red Sox early last season, it allowed them to jump on bad opponents, the Texans, the Texas team. After the little slip slip with Baltimore, they corrected that. They were beating bad teams, and the Yankees and Tampa were kind of in a quagmire. Like after 27 games, like the Yankees and the Rays both had losing records, but the Sox were like seven games over five hundred. So it gave them that push to uh, outshoot expectations. And started to catch up with them towards the end of the season, but they were able to catch themselves. But management never threw them a rope. They never threw them a rope because they didn't expect that team to be anything greater than a uh, 500. So where the fan base is like, "Hey, look, that team has heart." And when they come back, and they and they they waited all. The, they were a couple games away from the World Series. It was that close with that team. All you have to do is add a couple of pieces, and I was thinking like. Please don't let them subtract. I could feel the subtraction coming. You ever have a conversation with someone and they're telling you something and you know that the yeah, but is coming? You're like, damn it, are you listening to me? Or are you just getting to wait? You're waiting to get to the yeah, but. You ever have one of those conversations, Ethan? You're like telling them something. You feel like you're telling them something educated. You're like, you know, I'm, I'm telling you something for real. And they're like, yeah, but it's like, did, it, did you even hear what I
0: said? That's every conversation on the internet ever.
3: <sighs> right. And so. I think, as one of my favorite songs by Anthrax called Caught in a Mosh, I think Bloom found himself caught in a mosh where, wait a minute, last year's team wasn't supposed to be good. It was supposed to be so-so, give these, you know, these kind of like low-level Stringer Bell working kids in Baltimore from the wire a chance to prove themselves in the majors while losing some games and being semi-entertaining. And I think maybe in the back of their minds they were saying, okay, Xander may be the one to go. Devers is the one that they keep. And they probably keep him at a Matt Olson price because the team was supposed to be so bad, right? Like, you only come with a Matt Olson price to Rafael Devers if you're seeing, like, a Matt Olson result, right? Like, you're comping Matt Olsen to when he was coming off of playing for the A's. The A's don't pay. You saw what happened. I don't know if you heard about what happened with uh, their one all-star had to, was was about to fly commercial himself from their final game in Houston out to California because the A's weren't going to pay for it, which is like sad in itself, but different than Juan Soto, who had to buy commercial to fly himself out. But think about it. Juan Soto just said no to $440 million. Like, I'm not going to give you a free. T- <laughs> you said no to our money. Why would I give you our plane? But if you're the A's, it's just like, well, we have no plane. Do you have a friend you can take a ride with? If you leave now, you could be there. You could be there by tomorrow night, and, and drive safely. And take take ten. That's it, it's a straight shot in. But if you want it, like look, anybody you've dated in the past, or if you have a wife or a husband, whatever it is, they will tell you, whatever you put in is what you get out. And look, what's already out? Been ten days out. Okay, people still <laughs> bets is out. I was like, mm, bite on a little shoe leather. Huh? Huh? Okay. Because the justification a lot of people made about bets being gone was there's absolutely no way to pay him that much money. And look where the money stuff is now, right? And here we are with Bogart's endeavors. And this team, I like, I feel, I feel for the fan base, I feel for you. Because it's like how how much how much deterioration do you need to see? Do you need to see for you to start saying like, what's the point? What's the point? I, I I've said this several times here. The Boston Red Sox, the New York Yankees, the Los Angeles Dodgers, the Chicago Cubs, St. Louis Cardinals, and the San Francisco Giants. Just call those six teams right there. They are the pillars of what we call Major League Baseball. Um, if any of those pillars go under, now keep in mind the giant. It, it, and this is mostly a, a National League league: the Dodgers, the Giants, the Cubs—all National League. So, really, in the American League, you're depending on the Yankees, the Red Sox <laughs> to hold it up. And if this just becomes pretty much like a an extended spring training game for when the red for when the Yankees come to town or when they go to the Bronx because these last two games did look like a split grapefruit league games scores like geez, compete put something out there The city's always had pride for the team always Where's the pride for the team or from the team. I'm just saying. KJ late night, WEEI 617 779-7937 the text line is 37937 we'll still talk about the Patriots as rookies get ready, uh, have reported to camp and how does defense look like, plus the Celtics, now that, that trade exception, it, it expires uh, here in July, I think at the end of July, and what may be out there to grab uh, some interesting names that could definitely help now that the Celtics have kind of formulated what they do, or do they put together a trade package with some of their you know, the guards that they have, extended guards they have and possibly get a second big. So, hang out. Still got a whole nother hour of KJ Late Night here on WEEI. Yeah! Late Night WEEI Thank you so much for hanging out. It's KJ 617-779-7937 Text line 37937 Still to come um, I, I, I the Patriots will do okay on defense, I think, this year. Uh, I'm going to rank some of the teams in the AFC defensively and what their spending looks like and does it match up to uh, what they expect to see. And I don't think it's too bad for the Patriots in terms of the defense. Last night, when I talked about the offense, it was pretty bad. Uh, speaking of pretty bad offense, it's just kind of going cold in the All-Star game. AL up 3-2, uh, bottom of the se- uh, top of the 7th. Red Sox players have done nothing for the most part. Well, former Red Sox Mookie Betts drove in the first run for the National League. That's Ethan, true story. When I came in tonight, um a niece of mine had a birthday party. And so when you have younger nieces, you know, for one you're like, wow, am I now the young person on the older side of the table like because you see your kids having drinks and stuff like that. And so it's at a Tex-Mex restaurant and I was like, man, I got a show to do at 10 o'clock tonight. (laughs) Tex-Mex, while it's a great food, it is one of the worst foods to eat before coming into work. So you come in at the same time. Have you ever been burned eating... What food where you're like, oh, my gosh, I should have not eaten that before I came in. Is there a food for you? I wonder if it's on my list.
0: (laughs) So uh, I don't think we've had this conversation before, but uh, I have a ton of stomach issues. And so I get burned fairly frequently, no matter how safe I try to stay. So So I I can can feel for
3: it. uh, So so eating pizza before would just do you in? Uh,
0: Yeah, it depends on how much, but yeah.
3: Yeah. So my three are heavy pasta is not the thing. You do not eat heavy pasta. And then come into work, especially if you have heartburn. Well, if it's oh, red acid, sauce. Reflux. Oh, yeah, that reflux, and then you got to talk, and already what you're talking about is already garbage, but now you feel like garbage behind garbage. So, like, yeah, I try to stay away from heavy pasta, the carbs, the heartburn, the acidic acid stuff in the chest. That's pizza would be the second worst, right? Because it, it's very tempting to eat multiple pieces of pizza. You know, you can get into a run. That cheese and the grease. So easy. You know, one slice turns into uh, four, turns into the whole pizza. Especially if it's like thin cut, you know, and you're like, you you woof it down and then that grease kind of settles in a ball. I I don't mean to hurt you right here, but I'm I'm sure you could feel it in your chest. And then you're trying to drink soda to try and kind of push it down. And so now you got sugar on top of grease. And so I've never eaten pizza before I've come in today. But tonight was the first time that I had Tex-Mex before getting in and i was like ready to go to sleep at the table and i only ate half of my food that i was like I, if i eat any more i'm going to be snoring on the air by 11:15 well well listeners might have been snoring at 10:20 but i'd be snoring on the air just from this tex mex food so but the idea is the niece enjoyed the party they had a good time you know you're in your early 20s and you know you, you there are other places you probably want to hang out with i was just like thank god this dinner started at 6:30 and not at 8. If it started at 8, phew, like KJ didn't make it in. I'm like, oh, I'm taking like 4,000 Tums. Jeez. So, so far in the show, and if you've missed any of it, make sure you get the Odyssey app. It's free for your phone. Uh, just download it and then add WEEI to your favorites. How you do that is just tap it and then it'll like fill in the heart. And then it'll take you right to the live show that's happening right now. So to say, late night live. And you can rack that all the way back to the beginning of late night. That's one way. Or you can wait until once the show is over, and then you can download each hour of the show. The Odyssey app is free to your phone. Save W-E-E-I to your favorites and listen to all your shows uh, throughout the day. But I, I tend to have a little piece of my heart in this one. All right, second hour of late night is next. We'll get into the Patriots' uh, uh Offseason season workouts and how they look for the season. Ethan, to join me because Ethan is a football head and he's super excited. And we'll compare to see where the defenses are in the AFC next. Here on WEEI,
0: tune in is the audio platform
1: with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports.
2: The clock at four.
0: Doncic, the step back three. You bet.
2: Music. You said my words